welcome to Hollywood. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Now TV Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, and I am joined by a new lineup this week. This time it's Steve. Hello. Corey. Hello. And welcome, CJ, for the first time. Hi, guys. Are you excited to be here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. You should be, yeah. It's the highlight of the month. What's been happening, guys? What have we been watching? Oh, lots of stuff this month. Um, I, so my one cinema trip this month was, I say lots of things, I've been to cinema once, um, but Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yes. So I went to see that. <laughs> it's, it's good uh, then. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what can I say about it? Um, is it enjoyable? Like action was good? <laughs> More of the same. That, I think that's its biggest problem. It's, um, it, it feels, it, the first half of the film feels like a greatest hits package of all of the Jurassic Park series. Most pr- like prominently, the Lost World, which is probably my least favourite Jurassic Park <laughs> film, um, and, it, and it's it's tricky because you've got um, an, an interesting director on this film. So it's um, J. A. Bayona who did um, uh, Monster Calls, uh, The Incredible, I think it was the um, Naomi Watts film, um, and yeah, he's an interesting director. He's done some really cool stuff. Do you mean The Impossible? The Impossible, yes. Sorry, oh, um, I was like going Incredible. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, Impossible. impossible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought, okay, that, that's an interesting choice and it could be uh, a way of um, rejuvenating the series, but it really does just kind of fall upon what we've seen before and it's very familiar in, in, in lots of places. Um, it, it becomes more interesting in its second half when it, it makes this really weird tonal shift and it becomes like a gothic horror movie. Okay. Um, and it's all set in this kind of mansion um, that's straight out of like a Hammer horror movie. And that I thought was really interesting, but it's just a shame because it's 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 hampered by some really sort of generic performances and and the script isn't particularly great. So yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Um, it's I don't think it's as strong as the first Jurassic World, and even that film had quite a lot of problems. Um, but that film, I think, it was enjoyable and it had the um, element of revisiting the first film mm. in a way that was quite fun so you you know you, it was like in the original film the park you saw the park before it opened and in that film it was yeah. the park's now open we see it with all these visitors and that was quite quite fun um this film doesn't have that so it it just makes you think of the other Jurassic park films and yeah it doesn't it doesn't particularly do anything interesting with it so it's slightly disappointing um there were there were there were two things that i wanted from it one was a d- talking dinosaur, like in... Alan. Yes, that's ex- <laughs> the exact one. What Did that happen? No, and that's why f- I think Jurassic Park 3 may actually not be the least of the films anymore. I think I prefer it to this one. Okay. <laughs> Which, yeah, I the know if I'd the say. The oh, wow. other thing I wanted was for uh, Chris Pratt to go, you're my boy, Blue! And then if Blue <laughs> dies, he starts singing uh, Dust in the Wind. Just... <laughs> Does well, funnily <laughs> enough, that does happen. Oh, and that, really? that was my favourite scene. Um, <laughs> no, sadly. Uh, oh. But there is uh, Blue Returns, and in, there is that kind of relationship between him and Chris Pratt, which is quite nice. Um, they, they build on that from the first film. But, yeah, there's just not enough there that really takes this to, you know, for a fifth film in, in the series, it just doesn't really do enough. That's new. Blue, kind of like the hero kind of thing. It seems like they're trying to do this now, like make the kind of uh, yes. the monster like a hero, like, like Kong and stuff like that. Yeah. Give him a bit of personality and... This definitely does that, and I, I admired that to a degree. It has that whole angle of, you know, a lot of it is about 
like how much of a right do they have to be here as we yeah. do and that kind of animal um, uh, rights and all that stuff. So that was really interesting. Um, but well, it just I doesn't... I think it's a bit hard to do it with... like So Kong, that was not his fault. He grew up on that island and then we went and attacked yeah. him, basically. Jurassic World, yeah. we created them because they all got extinct. Yes. And <laughs> so I'm not sure they yeah. have the same... And in a way, <laughs> your, your, your argument is very similar to the one posed by Jeff Goldblum in the film. Ah. So, um, yeah. I, I love him. He's so yeah. good. And that, that's part of it. It's this kind of thing, you know, we created them. Do they deserve to be here and all that? And that's quite interesting. But at the end of the day, I think it just falls upon too many of the, the cliches of the, of the series. Wow. To, Did yeah. they improve on the CGI? That was the my... I think so, yes. Yeah. And, and also there's a lot more animatronics in it, which I was really, okay. I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah. There's a few scenes where they've, they've kind of gone back to having these full-scale animatronic dinosaurs, oh, which is oh, really cool. Good. Yeah. Um, I think there was a, sort of con uh, a special effort in this one to go back to that, um, which is nice. Um, and then there, w there wasn't many moments where I, I was taken out of it thinking, you know, this is CG. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really strong. But the good news is you can watch the first one on Now TV over and over again and yep. feel, feel great about the 90s. <laughs> yeah, and that's still, I still think that's one of the best um, CG movies yeah. of all time. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it holds up. Yeah, for me it is. Weirdly, does, yeah. there's moments that I think hold up better than the sequels and you'd have thought, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, I don't know what it is about it, but I think it's that blend of having the animatronics with the CG. Mm. That, yeah. that you don't question that T-Rex. No, no. no. Oh, no. never. I think yeah. you're just shitting yourself so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no need to question. Well, yeah. Basically, the promo, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we've made toilet. a couple of promos. So it's the 25th anniversary of Jurassic yes. Park. Uh, 25 years. This, this month, next month, July for us. Uh, and we've made a couple of promos. So that's <laughs> something to watch out for on YouTube because they're pretty darn good. They are very <laughs> special indeed. <laughs> cool. And so, and anyone else uh, visited the cinema at all? Uh, I did go to the cinema. I, uh, I watched Deadpool 2. Oh, good. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Better than the first one for me. Really? And I loved the first one. I, I thought the first one was fantastic, but the addition of the extra kind of X-Force characters, mm. which you'll know when you watch it, um, I think just worked fantastically. I think he's he's got a great kind of... Uh, there's a great balance. There's a great kind of... Uh, he bounces off kind of Cable quite well mm. and Domino as well, which is the... Um, which, what's her name? Zazie Beats um, from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool name. Don't it is a great that. name. <laughs> it is a, yeah. And, um, and yeah. Ricky Baker, don't forget, Ricky and, Baker. And Ricky Baker, playing Ricky Baker in a way, yeah. pretty much. Ricky so, Baker. Yeah, he does a good job. Um, yeah. I can't believe he's fantastic. gone from, from the old New Zealand to, to being in Deadpool 2. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's oh. like Keisha Castle Hughes, to be fair. So she was in... Whale Rider, which is like a... a I've heard of that. I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and so that's set in New Zealand. Um, it's not funny, like uh, <laughs> Hunt for the Wilder <laughs> People is, and it doesn't quite have that tone. It's quite... Uh, it's, it's based on a novel, um, and it's it's quite dark, but it's still really enjoyable, and she's amazing in it. She mm -hmm. was... I think she was nominated for Best Actress in it, actually, oh, cool. uh, for the Oscars. And then she kind of went... And the biggest franchise at the time that she went into was Star Wars, but the, the the 2000 trilogy. So that probably didn't go so well. But no. she is in Game of Thrones, actually, now. She's one of the... This is where it shows that I don't watch Game of Thrones. Is she, <laughs> <laughs> is she quite young? Uh, well, she would, well, she'd be in her 20s now. Um, she's one of the Sand Snakes. She's, she's one of the... There's three women together. Yeah, all the Sand Snakes, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's one of those. <clears throat> Fantastic. New Zealander, there you go. Oh, Bringing cool. out that random New Zealand <laughs> knowledge again <laughs> yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, and um, I'd say and I thought it was it was really funny, like you'd expect as well. Ryan Reynolds does a great job, and just the just the rate of jokes though. I mean, they're knocking them out like every five minutes. Yeah. It's, it's not all of them land. But majority of them did what well, did for me. To so this is my kind of humour, probably. Well, that's already jumped up the um, IMDb 250 greatest films of all time. It's already on there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. like yeah. when... Um, it was really, really good. I think when The Dark Knight came out, it was number one yeah. for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, is it... Uh, Rob Delaney's in it, isn't he? Uh, from, Rob Delaney. Um, Catastrophe. Guy yes. with them, yeah. Oh my God, He yes. looks really good in it. He's like, hilarious. Yeah. He's, so, uh, <laughs> he's so funny in it. He's yeah. brilliant. He's in the he's in the uh, it's in the trailers if you see the trailers. Yes, yeah. that for me was like the the thing that made me really want to watch it. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant, yeah. and um, yeah, and then the and the stay right to the end as well, like the uh, the end credits. It's amazing. Ryan Reynolds yeah. just he clears a few things up. Maybe I need to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to watch it. It's very very good. Um, CJ, what have you been watching? Uh, I went again to see Infinity War. Again? Yeah. Is that, is that trip number two, or are you up it to more true. than that? It is true. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to be that record, the guy who's seen it like 83 times, and they've given him a pass <laughs> to go like for the premiere of Avengers 4. It's... Worrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else is he doing with his life? <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling to fit in just to see it again. <laughs> it? Is it still like, are you still finding new things from it every time you watch it? Yeah, like I'm a, I'm quite a big Marvel fan anyway, so I'll go back and I'll watch it, but I picked up quite a lot on the first time. But You missed what Corey just did. He kind of just did a fist pump <laughs> and the <laughs> <end of> <laughs> uh, Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, have you guys seen it at all? Or? No. no. No, we... Uh, I've been... I've, I have, yeah. 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 Sorry, <laughs> sorry again, Corey. I'm disappointed for, uh, that I've yeah. only seen it once, actually. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I mean, you? yeah, Thor... It's, it's finally the Thor I've been wanting to see, so I was happy with that. And, yeah, just the tone it, it ended on was so different. It's like they've, you know, Marvel have done all the light, you know, know how to do light stuff. DC have tried to be dark, not really <laughs> managed it, and then... Marvel come in again and go this is how you do it and they make it and it's like oh wow (laughs) (laughs) they've just sort of schooled a lot of um, DC I think on how to do it how to do it properly but uh, yeah I'd say (laughs) need to go see it even if maybe you haven't seen all the other Marvel films I've seen yeah, most of yeah, them. Just it's just it. that I just wait for them to come onto Now TV. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to part with my money for it. <laughs> it's because I'm not that big a fan of it. And because as a female, I don't feel represented as much in those movies. Yeah. And so that's why I think I will go to the cinema to see Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was going to say. But that's that. probably it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're enjoyable enough, but it's just they're not something that will make me go the way I don't go to the cinema that much anymore anyway yeah. um, I used to go a lot but I've cut back on it and so I only go when it's something that I think really deserves to be seen on the big screen yeah that's what I've started to do I just can't, I can't deal with a lot of the people there that's my that thing. is my thing as well yeah. I, Last, I've told these guys that the last time I went to the yeah. cinema was an, an encounter with someone that I had to tell off for yeah, having yeah. using their phone cinema so. etiquette is not great yeah. at the moment yeah I go early I go quite yes, early way, I, go, yes, I go quite early now so yeah they're usually sleeping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What time is that? Six in the morning. Yeah, well, yeah no, but at least about ten, about ten o'clock yeah. show, something like that. Okay. Eight a.m. Yeah. screening, yeah. going for some breakfast. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and have you guys been watching anything else? I've watched a few films on Now TV this month. So yeah. I watched Atomic Blonde. Yeah, which I watched that. I watched I, that again. I enjoyed a lot. I, mm. I, I remember hearing mixed things when it came out. 
So I, I went into it with quite low expectations, mm. but yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I think the soundtrack's amazing. Soundtrack's fantastic, yeah. and it had me straight away with Bowie, and mm. it's bookended by Bowie, so it's yeah. like it's perfect yeah. for me. Um, and like the the stunt work in it is superb. Mm. Like it's the same t- some of the same team we did John Wick, mm. um, and you mm. can really tell it's it feels really kind of um, hefty and and practical. And yeah. There's oh. one sequence in particular in a, an apartment block. Yeah, that's, that's the one I was saying. Yes, yeah. and it's, well, it. it's almost done as if it's one take, and it yeah. uses a lot of very old-fashioned techniques. So it's like when the camera pans, it, it will cut, and you can kind of... If you're a film nerd, you can tell, but otherwise it's quite seamless, mm. and it's really well done. Yeah. Um, I, bef- I thought before that, though, I thought... She's getting through this way too easy. I thought she's, yeah. just, she's just knocking people out. That's because yeah. she's her. so good, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, thought, wow. <laughs> I thought, wow, she's really yeah. good. But I'd like to see a little bit more Jason Bourne kind of, yeah. you maybe get take a little bit of a hit, but then still win. And then that scene came up and yeah. it gave you yeah. everything you need. It was fantastic. Well, it's, it's based on a graphic novel, um, yeah. which I'm not familiar with, but I think the story is quite generic. It's quite mm-hmm. similar to a lot of other things, mm. especially the kind of spy genre. But it's done with such a sort of panache and a style, and I love I love the way it looks as well. Lots of sort of neon lights yeah. and yeah. I, so I, I really enjoy it, and I'd be up for seeing a, a sequel. And hopefully they do mm. produce one. Yeah. And um, yeah, Charlie's for Ferran is fantastic in it as well. Yeah. It's really good. Really um, good. Yeah. I heard James McAvoy is supposed to be quite good in there. He's as well. good fun in it. Like yeah. uh, he's he's been playing a lot of very schlubby characters recently, which mm. I quite like because at one point he was playing a lot of sort of heartthrob roles, and now he's gone back to playing these like really gruff sort of quite scruffy characters which mm. I like I think he's really good at that um, yeah I, I struggled in the cinema when I saw it I struggled to understand what he was saying mm. but when I watched it again on now put the <laughs> subtitles on <laughs> so, <laughs> so I could actually understand what he was saying <laughs> I think it's just when he tries to do an accent it's not mm. uh, my ear doesn't quite attune to it for some reason mm. yeah anyway I've watched quite a lot on now TV as well I, I had food poisoning <laughs> so I was in bed and so I watched movies uh, I, I got through quite a lot of the recent premieres of Dunkirk. Amazing. Right, really well done. I don't, watched a non as well, which I wasn't expecting to kind of enjoy that much. It was fine. Like, there's quite a bit of nudity that you weren't quite expecting. Well, when I say a bit, it's not. It's There's a bit of it, not a lot. Uh, but, yeah, it was fine. Enjoyable enough. And then I watched The Dark Tower, which you spoke about last month. Yeah. Which... If it was uh, aimed at kids, it was for old kids because it was it was pretty dark. You reckon? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, it's definitely so. it's definitely not I a mean, PG. Um, Matthew McConaughey's character is pretty wicked, I guess, and he could do some terrible things. To yeah. You. Well, is it, is it a twelve? It's, it's a twelve. It is a twelve. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's for de- for old, like for teenagers, but like some of it was a bit light, but then some of it was quite dark. So, yeah. but I, I enjoyed that. Uh, then I also watched War for the Planet of the Apes. Un- unbelievable, so good. I still can't bring myself to watch it. I'm just too sad. I, I, it's I know it's going to be too sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on my watch yeah. list. I don't think it's too sad. I think it's yeah. yeah it's. They're going to kill Caesar, aren't they? <laughs> there, there's a. There are emotional moments in it, and this is very much the what leads up to Planet of the Apes, and that's so. It's quite so. It has a really nice lead into that, um, but. Yeah, it's 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 really good, really really, really? good. I the highly recommend it. Really good, and it's yeah, it like and it keeps up with them. Yeah, yeah. I, what I like about that trilogy as well is they've taken their time with it. There's mm. been a, a good gap yeah. between each film. It hasn't felt like overkill. Every mm. year we've had a sort of Planet of the Apes, which is good. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah. Is that it now? So that's that's it for those. Uh, well, I would assume so because that unless they then do um, post 
Planet of the Apes, but then there was like seven of those movies. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they will. I mean, no, I, do, I think I, it, it it does feel yeah. like it's the end of a really good trilogy, and okay. they should leave it at that. So kind of like Nolan's Batman yeah. trilogy, it's kind of that done, okay. and it should. Well, I think it should be because it, okay. yeah. it wraps up there at least nicely. with those filmmakers. I, I would yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, I watched American Made as well, which is. I also the, watched that. Yeah, what did you think? I thought it was enjoyable. Yes. Yeah. It feels quite lightweight for what is essentially quite a deep story. Yes. And you kind of wonder if someone like Scorsese would have got their hands on it. I think it could have been something really special. Yeah. But it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's quite. I I, <laughs> I kind of brushed over like the really, like, obviously scary moments. Yeah. There. <laughs> so because it's he's basically a, it turns into a drug trafficker for working for Pablo Escobar and flying in and out yeah. of uh, America and Colombia and then Nicaragua. It's like, I feel like there was more threats to yeah. your life than this and you're kind of just taking it on the chin here, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that, that they definitely made it more for the entertainment value and not yes. for the actual true story nature of it. But it's weird. But it's, it's, it's almost something they play up to in the film in that you, it's an unbelievable true story. Mm. But it is to a point in that like you don't really believe any of it because the film itself is quite, it's so lightweight and, yeah. and entertaining. It's just, yeah, there's, there's moments that you feel should have a bit more heft. Yes. But Tom Cruise is very, um, very enjoyable. In it. Like, he's doing his full-on like, 80s charming Tom Cruise, yeah. um, which is, yeah, I still, th- I st- he's absolutely insane. But I still think he has a screen presence when he's like. Yeah, I totally agree. Is this a character? Is this just like a drug? They were drug drug traffickers doing this, or is he playing an actual? No, so he so he is an actual person. Yeah, uh, that was a a TWA pilot and was then getting quite bored with it, and so then he gets offered by the CIA, which ran for me just felt like this does not feel like what the CIA would do. Randomly come up to you and say, "Oh, you're this guy. Oh, we want you to fly for us." And so, so then he started like <laughs> flying like reconnaissance mis- missions in South America and yeah. like taking pictures, and then comes back and then somehow gets involved in like he's not getting enough money from the CIA, so he then starts like doing <laughs> drug stuff for these guys, and then he starts making all this money. And then like it's about being CIA, but then work, being a drug trafficker and this kind of stuff. Oh. The only thing that I felt. Was truly unbelievable was how hot his wife was and how young she was. <laughs> it's like Tom Cruise is like fifty and like looking fifty. She looked about like twenty five to thirty. It's like no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tom Cruise is an interesting one because I'd say he's always looked pretty much the same. I'd only say now he's starting to look his age a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It, I still think he's a very enjoyable um, actor to watch. Yeah, playing a character, he's fantastic. Yeah, as and well. I'm looking forward to the the next Mission Impossible, which is a series that shouldn't be still going, but somehow is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I watched some older movies as well. I watched Avatar for the very first time, uh, which was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's very long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's quite a nice story. I like the. I'm not. I don't understand what they're going to do in Avatar 2, 3, and 4, and 5. Is there a fifth one? Is it this one? I believe so. I believe yeah, there's, there's it's basically like a yeah. doing, yeah. back-to-back, yeah. Back, I think. Yes. It is yeah. based around the whole... It's going around the whole kind of world. I think mm. some of it's supposed to be set underwater for, okay. for another one. So, I mean, the environmental I side of things has been done a bit. So yeah, because I, I think know. that the, they I think they treated <clears> the environmental thing really, really well, and I think it 
was quite pertinent to today and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, it was quite a good story. I didn't realise there needed to be a sequel to it. No, I don't think <laughs> that anyone's really asked for it. I think they're waiting for him to get yeah. the Terminator rights back and then let them <laughs> go, to, go to town with that. It's weird, Avatar, because it was so popular when it came out and so hugely successful, but now it's been somewhat forgotten. I wouldn't say forgotten, but I just did, but um, not forgotten. But um, it's... I don't know if there's demand for that many films. No. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. No. And I didn't watch it in 3D at the time, I remember. Mm. I, went, I went to the cinema and actually actively said, no, we're going to watch it in 2D instead. You know, so. <laughs> but, um, which I kind of regret because everyone actually went, did go on about it and say it was like mm. the best 3D experience. Yeah, it was made ever. for... Well, even, <laughs> even more than that, I think at the time there were people saying it's one of the best films ever made. Like, people went crazy for it. People, yeah, yeah, it, it looks yeah. incredible. Like, I've, I was reading stories about uh, people just well, kind of committing suicide because they, re- they thought they couldn't go to that place. They really <laughs> just fell in love with wanting to be there. It was Which is why crazy. we'll probably get an Avatar VR experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my really. friend went to the um, uh, ride in uh, Disney uh, or yeah, and they're opening a whole he, world, aren't they? Yeah, and he said it's the best like ride he's ever mm. been on. Like you've really felt like you were there, you know, like flying around. That like, the little animatronics they were riding on actually twitches like you're riding and really? one of the um, wow. yeah, it's pretty cool. That's interesting, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I admire um, Cameron for sort of always pushing forward and trying new things and using technology. And um, but I don't know, I don't know about Avatar whether or not where it's going to go. I know that the next film is a predominantly child cast, apparently, so it's a completely different oh, okay. um, set of characters. Um, I think everyone's yeah. forgotten about Sam Worthington yeah. now. So <laughs> yeah, it was quite a big not, deal in 2009. It, it was funny because in there he <laughs> didn't have that bad of an accent. Like it actually sounded American. But then in every other movie I've seen him in, he's very much struggled with, do, with doing an accent. And the Australian always comes through. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that being a problem in Terminator. Was it yes. Salvation? It kept slipping through. It was quite <laughs> funny in places. Of a whole Clash scene, of the Titans as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, and then another movie that was actually a premiere that was called uh, I watched was called Growing Up Smith. It was one of the smaller premieres, and I really recommend it. It's quite cute. It's about um, uh, an Indian family that's moved to America. Uh, this kid has been called Smith, but uh, because his dad thought that that was the American name, not realizing it was a surname, so this kid's now called Smith. And it's about his struggles growing up as an American, but also um, Indian because of his dad still wanted to be quite traditional and not quite changing. So, And it was, I think it wasn't set in the 70s. It's, it's really good. It's like a, just a nice coming-of-age story. Oh, cool. So I recommend that if you haven't seen it. What have you guys else? Otherwise, because um, I can still go, well, keep yeah, going yeah. with my back catalogue well, stuff. I, can always, uh, <laughs> I watched like, The Waterboy again. Adam Sandler uh, collection is back. So, of course. Yeah, whole channel, isn't it, it now? Yeah, as yeah. Well. Like, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I watched The Wedding Singer again. Yeah. <laughs> Wedding Singer and so Happy good. Gilmore for me are the two yeah. kind of... Yeah. The, the two that hold up for me. Exactly, yeah. I agree. I, I have a soft spot for Billy Madison, but I wouldn't yeah. call it a good film. No. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it the once, and I've never really it's, gone back. I it's had that uh, thing with my mum that we watched it all the time, yeah. and we recommended it to some people because they recommended us Happy Gilmore, and so we watched Happy Gilmore and loved it. And so we recommended Billy Madison, and they were like, "That was <laughs> awful." <Yeah. laughs> I remember the first time I saw Billy Madison, I did think it was one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, I and there was loved just, it. There were moments that kept sort of making me chuckle when I was thinking mm. of them. Um, and like I think it has that kind of rewatchability. Yeah. Back to school. I got my yeah. shoes tied tight. It's probably I hope school. I don't get any <laughs> <laughs> I love the whole part at the end as well with the the um, 
decathlon and all that stuff. Yes, it's yeah. so good. And Steve Buscemi's cameo is very good in that as well. <laughs> he's <always> good. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was doing the waving scene from Steve Buscemi. <laughs> but you can't see that. Anyway. His cameos are always, always great. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, also watched... Uh, Girls Trip. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Thought, I thought that was good. I thought it was really good. I just thought it was um, a good, easy watch. It was quite predictable. You know, friends get together. It's a bit like a female hangover type thing. They get like... Why are we always uh, comparing it to The Hangover? Yeah. It's just a road trip movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> Everyone always. There were always road trip movies before yeah. this. You could say it's the female road trip. The female road trip. Yeah. Stroke Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> are they go? Is there, is there a wedding later? Um. No. So then it's not, not The Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to get two yeah. unnecessary sequels? No. Well, it could. Then it, it, could. Then it would I mean, be the hangover. Yeah, because the relationship dynamic between between the friends are really good. You could you could put them in a different situation, and then something else could happen. So that was quite that was quite good. It was quite empowering as well to show like you know, uh, you, know you don't need a man to yeah. to um, to be successful and stuff like that. So um, and it's, you know, and they're all successful in their own right. But yeah, pretty much they get off their face, and they um, yeah have loads have loads of fun. Get a bit, yeah, a little bit drunk, and um, yeah, there's a bit of drama along the way. Friends, you know, they kind of, you know, make up, break up. It was fun. It was fun. It was a fun watch. It was nothing amazing, but like, uh, but if you got, you know, if you wanted just a nice, easy film to watch, I'd recommend it. Um, a little bit, but a little bit rude though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you can't tell already. Uh, and it, I watched as well. Yeah, I've got <gasps> yeah. And you know, I don't like horrors, but. This is the second time I've come back for it, and I, it was as good as the first. Well, have you seen it, haven't you, Catherine? Yeah, I went to the cinema and to watch it. Yes, that. that's yeah. right. So you both you both enjoyed it, and you're not big horror fans, which I think well, says a lot. Well, I think the yeah. reason that I... I wouldn't say enjoyed. Let's start okay. there. <laughs> okay. I thought it was a good horror movie. Yeah. Um, and I thought, like, the kids... And I, I liked how it was different from the original. Mm. Um, not the, you know, the the first version of the TV movie, rather than... and it's, So I, I liked that. I, f- I found the, the clown basically because it's it's a clown I don't like clowns mm. but I think it's very well done and I was very grateful that all the scares were done in the trailer so that I knew what was coming that's right yeah, and so that's what if if it hadn't have been like that mm. and I hadn't known that those scares were coming I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it so much because <laughs> I would have been scared <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, he was in something I watched recently Bill Skarsgård Tommy Bond that's yeah, right, he that's is. right yeah. I, I did that same thing at the end yeah. of the credits yeah. it came up it goes Bill Skarsgård and I'm like Oh, he was the clown in yeah, it. Yeah, he is fantastic. Yeah, it? I thought he was straight away with Pennywise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I always, I like it because I just always felt like even that one and the original always felt quite like a coming of age film mm. as well. That's why I quite liked it. It was, it felt, yeah, there's horror there, but it felt more of a coming of age more than anything for me. It's like yeah. uh, Stand By Me yeah. but with a creepy clown. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Stand By Me as well. Yeah, which is There's no creepy clown in that. We just got creepy Kiefer for some reason who has anger issues. So and he always got a knife out. <laughs> Such a great movie. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of six degrees of separation here. Like, um, Clue. I watched. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was amazing. Tim Curry, just... Yeah, he's, like, at his peak so in that funny. film. So yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did, uh, I hadn't seen it before, but a long time ago. And um, almost didn't realise it was back on the, uh, on the service, actually. Yeah, I'm curious, what, what ending does it have on the service? Because depending on 
way you watch it, it has multiple endings. Really? Yeah. And I, I know at one point they were running it on Sky with all of the endings. Really? So it, at the end, you, it just shows them one after each other, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I think this is definitely one. Mm. Um, um, I would say spoilers as well, but yes, this is yeah, an old, I old film. I actually can't even remember. <laughs> I just want to go, Colonel Mustard <laughs> in the library with the candlestick. <laughs> if you don't know, that's from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> <laughs> When they're playing death. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's you sunk my battleship. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. I tried re-watching that recently. It doesn't hold up. I had this oh. issue with the first one, um, which I used to love when I was younger. Mm. But I'm, I'm still hoping, I'm looking forward to the next one. I think it, w- I think it will be interesting to yeah. see what happened. Definitely. Keanu's on a good streak at the moment as yeah. well, yeah. Apart from Knock Knock, but we don't talk about that film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, what else has been happening? <laughs> it's been a, a, a Suspiria trailer released, which I was very worried about, mm. um, but has been pleasantly surprised. It actually looks really, really good. Tilda looks amazing as always. Yep. Uh, what are you guys? Have you guys watched it? I haven't seen it. No. no. Yeah, I mean, the original is probably one of my favourite horror movies, um, and it's possibly up there as sort of one of my sort of top. 20 movies as well I just think it's fantastic um, and I think what makes the original so good it's less the story and the mm-hmm. characters it's it's the style of it which is all Argento so with this it, it felt like if you take away Argento what's the point of doing Suspiria but what they've done is they've got another director in who's got a very unique style um, and he recently made um, Call Me By My Name mm-hmm. which I think is the mm-hmm. Oscar winner mm-hmm. um, so it's another interesting person taking on this this kind of uh, story, and the film, uh, the trailer looks really good. Yeah, it's really strong, um, mm. and it's creepy, really creepy. Looks, the trailer, uh, yeah. yeah, at the end, I was <laughs> going, "Oh my god, do I want to watch this?" Yeah, so it's an interesting, interesting. Poss- possibly could be one of those rare remakes mm. that's actually quite good. Mm. There was another trailer out of a remake for Halloween. Yep. Well, are we remaking or are we continuing story on? This is an interesting one. It's. Uh, Halloween is now basically a pick-your-own-timeline adventure series. Great. Um, with, like, five possible strands. Um, so this this ignores all of the sequels yeah. and follows directly on from the first film. Okay. Um, which but means it ignores Halloween H2O, which had Jamie oh, Lee Curtis in. Which is and I th- enjoy that film a lot. I think it's yeah. good fun. Josh Hartnett's Josh in Josh Hartnett, yeah. It, it has that fantastic 90s uh, scream style to it, which I love. What was the um, other one? Like similar, it's like the faculty the and like faculty. that that kind oh, of. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. It has that style too, which I think makes it sort of still worth watching. Um, but yeah, it's it, it it's hard to know where this is going to go. Halloween's such an iconic movie, and to say that you're ignoring all of the sequels, mm. I think takes some serious balls because you're essentially going to say you're saying. Ignore all of that. This is what we should have had. This is going to be a perfect sequel to the original. It's going to be just as good. So it has to be. It has it's to be as good as the first film in many ways. And I just don't know. If it's I was reading. It's not well. It's it's not. It's making them not brother and sister now. So it's yes, sort of taking yeah. that element away that yeah. you know that he could kill anyone. He's not just obsessed with his sister. So. Yeah, so have, uh, have you guys seen any of the Halloween films apart from the first one? Uh, I've seen H two O. Okay, so yeah, I've seen the first one and H two O. So the second, the original Halloween two, it was revealed that they were brother and sister. I thought that was in the first one. No, weird. Uh, although again, this is where it gets confusing. It depends what version you watch, because there's a TV version that adds 
a scene showing that. Okay. Um, this is very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe just because I someone told me that they're a brother and sister. Yeah. Maybe or in H two O they mention it as yeah, well. It's a big part of that. So film. maybe yeah. it's just. I did watch that show. first. Actually, I saw that. Oh, and then okay. I, saw no, I always saw the original. But John yeah. Carpenter, who wrote Halloween two, has said in interviews that he hated writing that film and he did it very drunk and he came up with the idea of them being brother and sister <laughs> while he was drunk. So I think it's his attempt to um, retcon that whole thing and to say is it no. Danny McBride as well. Yeah, Danny McBride is one yeah. of the writers, yeah. Oh, cool. But the trailer it looks it enjoyable. Looks it's got some good scares in it and it looks like they're going back to making Michael Myers a, you know, an actual genuine kind of just uh, it's just the shape now. Yeah, it's, it's just the shape. Yeah. Is it going to be like more human? Because that's what that was the thing that annoyed me most in, in H2O yeah. was that it's like he's somehow turned into the superhuman yes. that even if you like ram him with a car, he won't die. It's only if you chop off his head. Yeah. Spoiler alert, by So the that way. gradually <laughs> got added with the sequels. There was this whole weird story of him being involved with some sort of cult and him being the yeah. sort of supernatural entity. Mm. Um, this is going to ignore all of that. He's just a guy. Okay. In a, he's just in a, a guy in a mask. In a mask. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, it could be interesting. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. John Carpenter's doing the score, so that at least will be incredible. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Cool. Well, um, we've also got some more great movies coming this month because, once again, we're filming, the, uh, filming, recording this a bit late. So um, some of our premieres are already out. So American Made, Mother and It, which we've already talked a little bit about. Um, Blade Runner is on this Friday if we get this uploaded in time. <laughs> Uh, then uh, Victorian Abdul, which is based on a true story starring Judy Dench uh, on the 22nd. Horror, The Snowman on the 29th. Uh, a remake of Flatliners on the 30th. And Steve, you mentioned earlier, Call Me By Your Name, which is on the 1st of July. So there's lots of great things coming up. Uh, from our random movie of the month, our favourite section last month, uh, we had to watch White Noise, The Light. CJ, I don't think you would have watched this one because you weren't around and you probably wouldn't have picked it out of choice. Spoilers, um, <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> so we were, we're not so bad on the spoilers because we want our listeners to go and watch it too. So, Corey <laughs> and Steve, what did you think? Um, it, was just, it wasn't what I expected. It, uh, I expected a horror like a really kind of a scary horror, pretty much. But it just, it, it's kind of turned into this kind of crazy sci-fi type film. Mm-hmm. Stroke, he was kind of like a bit of a, well, a bit like a hero, a bit like um, Unbreakable, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where he kind of weirdly starts to save people. It's quite similar to, there's a film called The Dead Zone, which is a Stephen mm-hmm. King, um, based on a Stephen King novel. Yeah. And it's a, quite similar. It's this guy who can kind of see... Not dead people, but he can see the way they're going to die and mm-hmm. he has that kind of interaction with people. So it, it had that feel to it. It had a bit of the feel of the Frighteners as well. Maybe we yeah. should give some context. Nathan Fillon is uh, a guy who has wife and kid and they go into a coffee shop and a man randomly comes in and shoots both of them. Craig Fairbrass. <laughs> EastEnders fame? Okay. Yes, yes, he was. That's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so then he goes into a bit of a depressed spiral. He tries to kill himself, but they bring him back. But once he comes back, he can now see this light around people, and he figures out that that's the light that shows that you're going to die soon. And so he starts saving these people, and then it's the stuff that comes with that. We can continue now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was kind of like, you know, in The Frighteners, how Michael J. Fox yeah, can definitely. see the numbers and, yes. and oh, that creepy guy in it. I, I didn't that. get that at the time, but yeah, you're right. It does have a lot of similarities yeah. to that, mm. yeah. I, I was scared. 
this in this movie. Wait. No, I I felt awful during that whole thing. Like I I did not like it. It scared me. There were a couple of yeah, there was a couple of jump moments and But it was just the whole tone of it and like mm. the the thing that you knew was somewhere in the background and you're not quite sure what it is and stuff. Was it good? Is it evil? Yeah. I was scared. Yeah, that's kind of spectres that kind of pop up. Is mm, yeah, yeah, I, I, terrifying. I, I, I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Some of it was funny, unintentionally so. Like yeah. there was a couple of scenes that were really trying to be um, taken quite seriously, and I just thought I don't know the, the execution was quite cheesy, and it felt. I think I don't know. I think because Nathan Fillion was there, and you also had um, I can't remember the actress's name, but she's in Battlestar Galactica. So it had this cast of these people you're quite familiar with from TV. So it mm. did feel quite televisual. Mm. Um, yeah, I find him quite watchable as well. I so do. Yeah, so yeah. I think he adds a lot to it. Nathan Fillion is—he's always a good watch, and he's actually quite good in it. Yeah, he, yeah, for what is quite a silly film. Um, but yeah, it's 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 right for what it is. I thought. I thought yeah. it's quite good yeah. fun. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was stressed a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Are you guys ready for? Next month's movie. Bring it on. Oh, why does it have to be something that I can't say? Shenandoah. Four and a half stars, as rated by Rotten Tomatoes uh, viewers. Pacifist farmer James Stewart strives to keep his family out of the American Civil War, but the capture of his youngest son forces him into action, moving classic from 1965. It's got Jimmy Stewart in it. I'm going to love it. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. One. Uh, it's nice to have something older. Yeah, because most of our ones recently have been quite quite recent. But um, yeah, that'd be an interesting. Watch so is it early kind of Jimmy Stewart kind of uh, Mr. Smith no, goes to Washington. It's, it's, it's sixty-five. Okay, because yeah. so I like the dark. I like the dark yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, I think Vertigo this is action. this is Western. Uh, so this is before Vertigo. After Vertigo. After I, don't, I don't know why yeah. I'm going this. That's, that is the point of his yeah. career. Yeah, when, when he goes dark. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. Maybe I have. I don't know. I watched a lot of Westerns. I was going through a Western period <laughs> in my early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, classics. So, like, Red River and stuff like that. So, we'll see. Cool. So, that's something to look forward to for uh, what we'll be talking about next month. And you can watch it, too, and... And see what you think. So, yeah, so that's about it for this month. Uh, coming in July, we've got uh, some mahusive movies, including Thor Ragnarok, uh, The Mountain Between Us, which is the drama with Kate Winslet and Idris Elba, uh, family movie, the Lego Ninjago movie, horror Happy Death Day, action where, with scientist <laughs> Gerard Butler in Geostorm, and a great movie, Ingrid Goes West, which is all about Instagram and stalkers that come along with it. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. Thanks guys for, for chatting and, and happy movie watching. <laughs>